Hey everyone, my name is Dustin Elliott and welcome back to another episode of the Better Questions Better Life podcast, formerly known as the Y2 podcast. Each week I try and answer a simple but important question, how can we ask better questions to live better lives? To do that, I bring you dedicated episodes where I break this question down into bite-sized, thought-provoking and tactical episodes really focused on helping you ask better questions, pulled from industry experts, science, philosophy, as well as my own observations and learnings. I also find and interview a range of industry-leading professionals who all depend on asking good questions in order to achieve their work. So from police detectives, journalists, scientists, medical professionals, qualitative researchers, data scientists, and many more to glean the lessons and techniques they use to successfully do their job and help us ask better questions. As always, I want to take a quick minute and thank the Better Questions, Better Life podcast sponsor, YZ. YZ is an easy-to-use online training software that makes it so simple to create and deliver online learning. The YZ platform is very flexible and you can use it to automate a whole range of tasks in your business from managing all of your employee training, training customers and partners in your products, tracking licenses and qualifications of your staff, creating and selling online courses, capturing more leads with free online courses and so much more. So if any of that sounds even remotely interesting, then I really suggest you jump over to their website at yz.com, that's w-y-z-e-d.com, to check out some videos and even get started with your own 14-day free trial. Remember, if you like these episodes and you want to hear more and you haven't done already, make sure you hit that subscribe button to the Better Questions, Better Life podcast, wherever you find your podcast. The button ain't going to hit itself, so make sure you do that if you like it. And as you hear on every other podcast out there, we love if you can leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. Of course, you can jump over to the website at betterquestionsbetterlife.co where you can find links, resources, soon to be a blog, putting together some really cool projects as well at the moment uh, to help you ask better questions outside of the podcast and all that other good stuff. So make sure you check it out and stay tuned. Of course, you can always join in on the conversation on our Facebook page, Instagram, and the other social media handles. And you're going to find us at Better Questions Better Life. Uh, you can also follow along on social media and because uh, if that if that uh, name's a little too long then we're going to try and dominate the hashtag bqbl so hopefully we're going to blow that up with lots of really cool conversations and uh, again if you want to find us that would probably be the easiest way but with that being said though let's get right into it all right but enough of the intro let's get into it today now i want to say from the outset that today's episode is going to seem really basic uh but that's for a reason as, a, as part of the podcast and following up from last week, we're going to go back to first principles because there's there's no point learning more advanced techniques and pulling from some of the amazing advice that, that the guests that I've interviewed are, are providing us if we don't have the first principles, the basics down. And it's not even just the general first principles themselves, it's being able to embrace those and, and adopt those and use those when it's hard, that really counts. You see, at the root of asking questions, we're really just seeking to learn and explore. And sometimes those underlying objectives can become clouded by emotions that steers our thoughts and our words away from asking the right questions. 
And today, following up from last week's episode, where we talked about the two biggest enemies or barriers to asking good questions, we're now going to flip that flip that coin over and look at the two most important keys to help us unlock the ability to ask good questions and get the right answers. Now, like I said, uh, I'm going to say it again, today's topics aren't uh, going to seem revolutionary or overly mind-blowing. In fact, I hope it's something that you already know. But I want you to keep in mind that it's not just about knowing it, but it's about being able to practice it in those hard moments, in those challenging moments, in those emotional moments. That is really where I want to focus on. While you're sitting and having a great conversation with a friend at a coffee shop or, or, or hanging out you know, in a, in a lovely conversation, those are great opportunities to have good questions. And, and I certainly, again, hope we all have that. But the thing is, is there's going to be times in life where we're not in those situations and we still need to maintain these fundamental principles, no matter how hard it is. Because as I believe... Uh, and I've said before on the previous version of the podcast, we fall to the level of our training. We don't rise to the level of our hopes. And it's in those challenging conversations, it's in those emotionally challenging spaces that we find ourselves in, is when a lot of the stuff really counts, where we can really move the needles and we're asking those questions that we're trying to learn become even more impactful. So <laughs> with that being said, let's talk about the first key, and that's kindness. As I mentioned, it's not just kindness in the coffee shop or hanging out with friends. That's easy. That becomes natural. And kindness, obviously, in those opportunities allows us to connect with somebody else, to to connect on that emotional level, to build that empathy, and, and to be able to dive deep into really meaningful conversations. But I want to talk now about when we're angry, upset, and leading with the question that probably goes something along the lines of, what the fuck were you thinking? Or something else of why you were demanding someone why they did something. Now, you probably know what happens next. That person will shut down or will shut down if just in case we're on the receiving end of it. And no matter who's engaging in it, there's a reciprocation of the same energy that that person's bringing in. And the conversation can quickly become adversarial and you're going to end up exploring the depths of mean things you can hurl at each other instead of trying to get on the same side as somebody and into someone's shoes and explore what happened. Why are you at that junction at that point? kind of reminds me of a George Carlin quote, a joke. And he basically spoke about how when we're driving down the road, everybody going slower than us is an idiot and everyone driving faster than us is a maniac. The thing is, is that to somebody else, you're both these people. And if we're not leading with kindness in either of these scenarios in life, we're not going to understand the reasons why somebody did what they did and why. And obviously in that, trying to be able to explore maybe it not happening again. Maybe you're actually the person wrong in this scenario, but we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Or what about kindness to yourself? I believe that some of the most important questions we ask in life are the ones we ask ourselves. So one big thing I'll talk about uh, through this podcast is that I believe that general unhappiness is caused by some missed expectations in our lives. Mixed expectations, mixed expectations rather, about the amount of money you make, you know, your personal image, relationships, or goals you didn't meet. And questions become the opportunity to, to really dive into that and to understand those expectations, understand the why. 
But in these moments, as we engage in our inner dialogue, we can approach it with such an emotion that it steers our thoughts and words away from asking those right questions of ourselves. And in the absence of kindness, that will change the direction you go and the answers you uncover within yourself. Now, the second one is probably also really obvious as well, and that's openness. We spoke about this last week when we talked about cognitive biases, which is essentially in a very, very basic sense. It's the sort of underlying uh, software that our brains run, which help filter, uh, interpret, and then recall information in a certain way. And one of the key cognitive biases or a few or a theme around some of the cognitive biases is that we can begin to feel threatened when something is challenging us. Essentially, when our egos, when this happens, our egos hop into the driver's seat and can take us down a path where our questions, if we're still asking them at this point, can lead us to try and entrench how we're right, not maybe learning and exploring the actual situation and what's going on. Now, there's a lot more to it, as we'll talk about when it comes to, to cognitive biases, but it's something we still want to talk about and something we want to start to cultivate an awareness of that, that the this this ability to be able to be open to things, the ability to to still hold on to your assumptions and beliefs. I, I'm not going to advocate for an outright rejection, but the ability to hold on to those things while still engaging with an open mind in a conversation, a dialogue, and asking questions in order to explore other ideas or avenues, which, which may actually lead you away from your original thoughts and assumptions. And again, we're not talking about in the coffee shop. We're talking about those, those, those heated moments, those emotional moments uh, that, that, they can really move the needle in our life. So to use kind of a lighter example, like I spoke about last week, you know, maybe somebody cut you off and, and you thought that person was an asshole. Well, maybe your headlights broken and they didn't see you or something like that. It's this ability that we can still hold that in our mind, but we can go through and explore to help understand that and to better ourselves when those opportunities come up. And again, getting back to the questions you ask yourself. Asking yourself the tough questions can be very confronting. And again, your brain is actively working to prevent you from having to deal with those tough questions, but that's holding you back to where you are today. I mean, you've probably seen the quotes out there that growth is just beyond you know, your comfort zone. And this is really what it's all about. It's being able to embrace that openness in these opportunities so that when we're faced with this information, we can grow and we can evolve as individuals. Now, I was having a conversation uh, a few weeks back and, we, and I was chatting with a friend of mine about these concepts and they, they said something that I, I do think is important to acknowledge. They said, look, if somebody does something to me that, that, that causes me to be that angry and that upset, I'm kind of at the point where I don't really care if I'm not open and I don't care if I'm not kind about these situations. And I can certainly understand where they're coming from. I, I can pull upon my own experience when you're so enraged that somebody's done something to you or you perceive somebody's done something to you that these sort of things are unopened in kindness. You feel that the, the person maybe doesn't deserve it in that moment. But one of the things I said back to them was that if you if you do ignore these two these two things, kindness and openness, you actually begin to work against your own self-interest. You see, by, by throwing them out, you'll essentially be, you won't be able to explore the understanding of the factors, the root causes, or other important components in trying to understand what happened, why do they do what they do, or what the situation was. And if we're not able to 
to obviously understand that, then effectively we can't solve anything. And more likely, more often than not, we're going to be back in the same boat again and again and again. And I certainly don't think anybody wants to be in that boat in the first place. So by trying to practice these principles, the point is to be able to not be back in those same situations, but also seizing upon the learning opportunities to apply it to other scenarios to avoid that even in the first place. Now, bad things are still going to happen to us. And unfortunately, there's really, no matter who you are, no matter what you do to a certain extent, things are still going to happen. But I want you to think about those times as opportunities to practice openness and kindness as a way to start unlocking, as I said, our toolbox of question asking skills and the ability to be able to dive in and really look at those opportunities to, to grow and learn. You're going to grow and learn anytime you ask questions, but in those challenging circumstances, I find personally, those are really the best times to learn and grow. By being able to, to practice that openness and that kindness, it's really back at the core of human connection. And this is where the real magic happens, I believe. So by, by practicing this as much as you can, you're really going to unlock a new, uh, a, a new skill set, one that is going to, I promise you, serve you so well. And especially as we continue to talk about more advanced skills, this is really where it comes back together. Now, this would probably be a pretty good spot to stop today's episode, but as always, I do still want to leave you with a few strategies. I want you to, again, not wait to episode 15 or 20 or whenever we get around to doing uh, digging into more of these concepts. I want you to start thinking about this now, today, at the very second that you finish this podcast episode, and I want to leave you with a few suggestions as to how you can get started. And the first one, and something that maybe seems too too simple to be true, but it's take a breath. Take two or three breaths if you have to. Build that up, build that reflex of instead of that input turning into an emotional response, being able to pause that, being able to build a bit of a gap in there, so you can have you can give your brain a moment to to cognitively think about openness and kindness and map out a strategy before you just blurt out whatever you probably want to say that maybe isn't necessarily the best thing. Also, as we'll talk about more in the future. Also think about before you have any conversations like this and when possible, try and gather evidence or background information to inform yourself as much as possible. When I interviewed retired police detective Norel Fraser, I was actually really shocked about how much preparation they did before speaking to somebody who is accused. Now, you may not be investigating a sexual assault or a rape like Norel did, but doing research beforehand helps to guide your questions and allows you to prepare uh, a range of things beforehand to help you ask better questions and handle the flow of conversation. And maybe most importantly, and as I've mentioned, practice, practice, practice. Use every opportunity you engage with somebody to deliberately think about and make sure that you're maintaining a practice of openness and kindness. By these small little bits of practice, they're going to add up to allow you to be reflexively engaging with these two principles, these two keys. And in through that repetition and that practice, and when you find yourself in that emotionally charged moment, it's going to be so much easier to hold that. And I guarantee you, you're going to be far more successful at being able to engage in the right questions and being able to understand the factors and creating the best possible outcome. But with that being said, we'll leave it out there today. Uh, the next episode is going to feature the wonderful Ainsley Williams. 
Ainsley is a qualitative researcher and an entrepreneur uh, running a company called Quali. Uh, Ainsley is fantastic. She is an amazingly articulate lady and interviewing is basically what she does as a profession, as a qualitative researcher. So she's got some amazing insights. Make sure you check that out. And uh, with that being said, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Hey everyone, thank you so much again for listening to today's episode. Just remember, if you want to join in on the conversation, make sure you jump over to the social media handles. You're going to find us at Better Questions, Better Life on Facebook, Instagram, BQBL underscore on the Twitter. Of course, you can make sure you jump into the hashtag BQBL. Of course, you can check out our website at betterquestionsbetterlife.co. And I obviously, I want to take a quick minute again and thank our sponsor, YZ. Make sure you get started with your own 14-day free trial at yz.com. That's W-Y-Z-E-D.com. With that being said, speak to you next time.